once again from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. We are back on the show. This Billiken Report sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. The SLU women play today at 2 o'clock at home against Richmond. This is a big game for them. Richmond 17-4. and The Billikens 8-12. and uh, but they are coming off a win at George Washington. And these Sunday afternoon games, they draw good crowds there. So come on by, bring the kids, let them sign some autographs and have a little fun in Midtown as SLU women take on Richmond. And we support, of course, Rebecca Tillett and her crew. Joining us now is the head coach of the Billikens men's team, and that's Travis Ford. Coach, as always, great to talk some basketball with you. How are you doing? Well, I know the answer to that. That's It wasn't the greatest yeah. day last night, but great to have you yeah, on the show. No, no. Not doing the best, but uh, good morning. Appreciate you having me on. Thank Mor- you. Morning. What are nights like that for you? I mean, I, not to get too deep into your personal life, but, you know, after something like that, or I heard your postgame show, I mean, you know, exasperated is the word that I would use. I mean, you're, you said it yourself. We're kind of grasping for straws at this point. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, there are always long nights at this point, studying film and trying to do what we can do to help, uh, help our team get better. Um, you know, breaking down last night's game, and then we have a you know another quick kind of turnaround here. We we head to Chicago, and uh, so we're getting ready for that game as well. So no, they're always long nights, whether win or lose, uh, regardless. But uh, you know, especially now when we're trying to figure out you know how we can defend better and rebound better and do a lot of things better right now. But yeah, long long nights. I'm sure. And, you know, I heard you say it's on us, meaning the staff, and we have to figure it out. The job of this coaching staff is to prepare this team for battle, to prepare this team to win. You have a game plan. You have scouting. You look at every little aspect of the opponent, and your scouting report said that this team will drive one-on-one. They will go into the post. And although they were hitting some threes early, you told them, didn't you? Stick to it. Stick to this game plan. We have got to guard them. This is what we taught you this week. Yet it didn't happen. Yeah, you know it. Uh, you know they they when you watch tape on UMass, you quickly realize they're one of the top scoring teams in the country. The stats say that, so that's easy to see. But how they do it is by pace uh, and by one on one and post touches. Um, it's not. You know, and they've got a really, really good center who's very efficient, and they've got really good one-on-one athletic guards that we knew we'd had. You know, we've had some trouble with, but we we tried to implement a few things team defensively, rotation-wise, gap-wise, um, that we hope would, would would you know would try to sustain some of their driving. Uh, and you know, they were one of the worst teams in the league as far as making threes. I think they were making five threes a game coming in. They had five in the first half, but you know, you got to play, the, you know, at some point for us defensively, you got to kind of play the odds. You got to pick it and choose what you're going to try to stop. Uh, and halftime we did tell our guys stick with taking away the drive, taking away the paint. I don't, you know, we don't believe they're going to keep making these threes that they're making. Uh, you know, one guy made two who was shooting about 20, 22%, 23%, whatever it was. And uh, and they did just that, but they started driving it. They just started driving us one-on-one, watching the film. It's just literally one-on-one and offensive rebounding. Those two things really, really hurt us, really hurt us. They're the number one offensive rebounding team in the league because of their athleticism and physicality. But um, we, did a, we did a good job on both the first half um, and really had a letdown in the second half. Rebounding. 
and 50-50 balls are about do you want it or not, isn't it? For what it comes down to, I mean, do you want that ball? Do you want to get it before the opponent? That's really it, isn't it? I mean, you can teach that, of course, but you don't need talent to have that necessarily, do you? No, not at all. Um, you know, good example, Jordan Goodwin. You look at Jordan Goodwin who played for us a couple of years ago that's in the NBA right now. Um, you know, six three. I wouldn't call him overly athletic um, at all uh, and averaged 10 rebounds a game and one of the better offensive rebounders in the country. Um, probably the number one offensive rebounder from the guard spot at his size in the country. And it was a sheer just understanding of a will and a want. Um, and it takes some toughness, uh, which obviously he had. It takes some, some grit and understanding of wanting success and being self-motivated uh, to want uh, to want to go get the ball, to own the ball, to you know help your team, um, and absolutely, uh, Tom, no question. Sometimes it just uh, comes down to will and want and pride, you know, outworking somebody. I mean, willing to take a little pain too. I mean, I'm not questioning your team's toughness in that respect. It could be some guys banged up, but isn't that also part of the game too? I mean, you know that a team like Frank Martin's team is going to be physical. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I played the game my whole life and, you know, very rarely do you feel good. You're always hurt. Something's hurting and that's part of it. And you got to be able to stick your nose in there and, you know, get your nose a little dirty and grind it out. And, you know, that's part of it. Uh, it's probably not, uh, you know, probably not the right sport if, uh, if you're not willing to do that. Uh, there's probably some other sports that not quite as, you know, causes as much contact and aggressiveness and, uh, that basketball is or football or something, but uh, uh, yeah, you better be able to play through some, uh, you better be able to get uncomfortable a little bit. You got to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, that's definitely part of it. That's for sure. Yeah. And drawing up schemes and talking about strategy and being at where you need to be. But I heard you say it last night, it really comes down to, you have to guard your man. I mean, you just have to. You have to guard who you're assigned to. And, yes, there are switches and and communication that has to take place along with that, too. I guess my question to you is, what game do you think was the best in terms of guarding your man? What did you see this year, and can you replicate it? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we had a whole lot of full games that uh, you, you look back. Um, you know, we I thought we defended uh, Louisiana Tech really well uh, for the most part. That they were a very high scoring team, very high scoring team. We we really defended them in the in the first half. wasn't quite as good as second half, but it was enough. Hofstra is a high scoring team. You look at NC, NC State uh, on the road, which is uh, you know a high high scoring team. I think we held them to twenty eight in the first half. You know Dayton, we held uh, I think. 30 or 28 somewhere at home at Dayton. Um, we've had some good games. You look at uh, even two games ago against Davidson, we held them to, I think they had 29 or 30 at half. Those are, those are great numbers, not good numbers. Those are great numbers. We just hasn't. And so as we keep telling our team, you, it's not, it's not like you don't know how to do it. It's not like you don't understand what to do because you're doing it for, tw- you know, for, for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, Right now, it's about sustainability, and we've talked about that a lot. You and I have talked about it. It's being able to sustain it, and that's part of going back to what we just talked about. you got to get yourself uncomfortable. 
can't just give in when things get, you know, fatigue. Every team, when it gets down late in the game, is, you know, they're not as fresh as they were, but who's going to dig a little deeper? And, you know, again, I've been there, done it. And, uh, you know, that's when you, you know, you separate yourself from being, from going to a poor or good or average to great. It's all the above. You know, that can separate people when it gets to that 10 minute mark, uh, what you're made of. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we're, it's a work in progress for us to continue to develop the habits and we need to sustain it because our guys have shown that they can do it. We just got to be able to do it for a longer period of time. This is Travis Ford. Last thing for you, you have been there and done that. I mean, you have coached, you have played at the highest of levels. You to helped uh, Kentucky get to the highest uh, mark that uh, that you can playing for the chance to play for a national championship. You have coached at UMass, first of all, which has, I know that, you know, they're an A-10 team that's fighting right now, but they have great tradition. They've made the Final Four. I know that ended up getting vacated, but they made the Final Four. They've made the Elite Eight. They were really good in the 90s. Their fans are demanding. Uh, Oklahoma State, I mean, you've been down this road. So where I'm going here is the outside pressures that, are out there, do you hear them? Do you feel them? Do you block them out? And since you've been down the road multiple times, you understand how to navigate them. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't I don't hear it a lot. I know it you know it's there. I mean that's true for any sporting team in the country that's not performing the way they want to and not having a, a good season so far. So you know it's there. That's part of sports. I don't care who you are. Uh or NBA, NFL uh, it doesn't matter. So you know it's there. Uh, I don't even blame it. Uh, you know, I don't blame fans for being frustrated. I'm sure they are, and uh, I don't blame them a bit. I'm, everybody's frustrated. We all want to do better. That's that's part of sports. That's part of, you know, part of it. Um, but, you know, it doesn't affect uh, at all how we go about our daily business of trying to prepare our team and get better every single day and uh, trying to get better and, uh, you know, watching film and meeting with our players and doing individual work and trying to be better the next time. I mean, that's just, that's, you know, the way, uh, you know, I think anybody's got to go about it, but now, you know, it's there. No question. I mean, uh, you know, uh, that's, that goes with it. Travis Ford, head coach of the Billikens. SLU is at Loyola on Tuesday night. They got you at Chaffetz, 80-73. to 73. Looking to get them back at uh, their – I love their little arena there, the Genteel Center up yeah. in, in the uh, northern uh, area of Chicago. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, thank you, as always, for joining us on KMOX. We'll have the coaches show tomorrow. I'll be with Rebecca Tillett as you and the boys uh, are up in Chicago. And thanks very much for being with us. Tom, always appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Travis Ford with us on KMOX as the Billikens dropped one yesterday to UMass. We'll take a break. When we come back, the Billikens have lost four in a row. The Blues have won four in a row, and they play today at one. I think fans are probably starting to make their way downtown, belly up to the bar a little bit and get themselves ready for some hockey. We will talk about the Blues for you next. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX.